Live from Daytona Beach, Florida, this is Talking Motorcycles with Barry Boone. Talking Motorcycles, the radio show that covers the world of motorcycles and motorcycle racing. We're here to entertain you, inform you of new products, and enhance your love of motorcycling. Road race, flat track, touring, scooters, vintage, you name it, we discuss it right here on Talking Motorcycles. And now, here's your host, pro race announcer and third generation motorcycle rider, Barry Boone. Happens every time. Happens every week before we do the show. Two hours before the show starts or an hour before the show starts, I have no idea what I want to talk to you about. On my motorcycle ride to the studio, I get so much input from all those brain synapses running over all the motorcycle stuff that I've got a list longer than your arm, and I can't even begin to scratch the surface on any of it. So I say to you, welcome to yet another very busy hour here on Talking Motorcycles with Barry Boone on FM 93.5 AM 1150 WNDB. Thanks to Ross Myers Harley-Davidson for making that happen uh, locally here at Volusia County. I've told you before, I'll tell you again, Volusia County has the highest number of motorcyclist registered owners per capita of any county in America. Yep, that includes Orange County, California. It includes all the hot motorcycle markets. There is none hotter than Volusia County and to be associated with Ross Myers Harley Davidson is an honor and a privilege for us and let me just tell you real quick while I'm thinking about it that there's going to be a lot of Labor Day talk uh, on this show I'll tell you about our guest lineup in a minute and set things up for you but uh, a lot of Labor Day things going on related to motorcycling and I'm going to talk to you about those tonight one of those is Labor Day weekend at Ross Myers Daytona Harley Davidson and perhaps New Smyrna I would say but I would say it is for sure. Uh, Labor Day weekend, this Saturday through Monday, September 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Much to see, much to as we celebrate our freedoms. If freedom runs through your veins, then you can consider Harley-Davidson and Ross Myers, Harley and New Smyrna and Daytona Beach uh, your family. And the Fall Freedom Festival is very cool. 2018 new models will be showcased, product demonstrations, um, Saturday free barbecue, live band. Anyway, you're smart people. You know how to use your computer. Go to the web at brucerossmeyer.com and check it out. Think you'll want to include that in your Labor Day weekend plans if you live in Volusia County or anywhere within the sound of my voice and you're having a staycation here in uh, the Daytona region, the most beautiful area in the whole world for me. Um, speaking of areas and beauty, Spent a lot of time in Texas. I must have crossed it now, but I'd ride to California every year, and I must have crossed Texas at least 11 or 12 times, and it takes all day to cross the state of Texas, and I've spent the night in downtown Houston, a hot wire room there several times. Uh, I have friends in Houston and can't begin the show without uh, giving our encouragement, our strength, our prayers, our thoughts to all of those millions of people impacted by this horrendous Hurricane Harvey uh, that has wreaked havoc on the uh, South Texas uh, period. And now it's in Louisiana. It's going to be a lot of rain there. You folks stay alert. Keep aware of what's going on around you because it could get bad. It could get get bad quick. Real good friend of of mine and a friend to motorcycle racing, uh, road race and motocross, a guy who does a lot of work in the industry, Rob Geiger, great guy. I have been talking with him, and they went to bed night before last, and all was well. They woke up with two feet of water in their house, and they didn't think they were going to get any, so it happened overnight. 
and he was somewhat prepared, but not prepared enough. And they took a, a neighbor took him out one one at a time to a larger boat in a canoe, believe it or not, with whatever they could carry. And now they're in a shelter, or were, and now they're with friends on high ground. And and Bob, uh, Rob, we're thinking about you and and all the others impacted by it. So, and and I know the human safety and human life is the most important thing. And and property and housing and everything is always you know such a big deal. So much loss, so many personalities. But do you guys ever think, and ladies, about all the old motorcycles that get destroyed in tornadoes and hurricanes? I do. Uh, I just know there were thousands of classic motorcycles uh rare classics that'll never be seen again quite a loss to the owners uh quite a loss to the industry so hey it's part of life it happens it it just does uh let's set up our show a little bit for you tonight you might not even want to stay tuned who knows um then again you might want to call your friends right now and go hey you need to hear this um we're live we're a lot of folks listening at newsdaytonabeach.com we welcome you uh, a lot of you listening on the WNDB app, we welcome you. You may be listening on FM 93.5 uh, and AM 1150, we welcome you. And you may be listening three days from now uh, on your smartphone or smart device or Apple TV, and we welcome you. We don't care when you listen to the show, we're just glad that you do. Uh, Labor Day weekend, hmm. to me, the uh, grandfather of all racing, motorcycle-related, happens this weekend. It's my favorite show of the year. It is the Springfield Mile. They call it Springfield Mile 2 because they do it Memorial Day and Labor Day every year. Up until 1954, believe it or not, from 34, I believe, to 54, in order to earn a number one plate in Grand National Flat Track or American Flat Track, uh, the only thing you had to do, believe me, it wasn't easy. Many, many have tried. Most have failed. Few have succeeded. But you have to win the Springfield Mile up until 1954 in order to wear the number one plate for a solid year. That is how important Springfield is. And it still is. It's the Daytona 500. It's the Daytona 200. It's the Indianapolis 500. It's uh, Le Mans. It's the greatest flat track race in the world. And if you, you should probably get your smartphone after the show. Don't do it now. you got to listen. Get your phone out. Check the mileage um, from where you live, where you are right now, to Springfield, Illinois. You've got a bunch of time to make plans to be there. Saturday night, great short track action going to be going on. Uh, Steve Nace Racing putting that on. Great show. AFT Singles will be in action that night, too. The following day is the fastest mile in the world, the legendary Springfield Mile. And I get kind of excited about it. Check your miles. I think you want to be there for every motorcyclist alive today. It is a bucket list race to attend. You'll see the new Indians, uh, FTR750s in action. You'll see the new Harley XG750. Could be a Kawasaki that wins it. Could be a Yamaha that wins it. You just don't know. But the field is going to be fast. They're going to be running 135 mile an hour on dirt. And tonight we have Tom Rakiso, who carried the water at the Springfield Mile as uh, the person with the Illinois Motorcycle Dealers Association that made that race happen for a number of years. Wish I knew how many. I'd tell you. It was a lot. And when the IMDA said, you know, we're just... We just don't think we can do this anymore. She and her husband, Dave, said, well, we believe in the Springfield Mile. We, we can, and if you will allow, we'll, we will do it. So for the last two or three years, they put up their own time and their own money and made the event a tremendous success once again. And our hat's off to Tomer and Dave, and Tomer's going to be joining us here in a little bit right after we go to break, which is now. Uh, also joining us on the show tonight, oh, listen, there's the Barber Museum, probably the most luxurious, most beautiful museum in the world. In fact, it is the largest in the world. Guinness Book of World Records says so. 
Uh, then there's Wheels uh, up in the Carolinas. Love the place. Dale Waxler, I've known him for a number of years. Knew him when he was in uh, Mount Vernon, Illinois, at the Harley shop there. He had a great museum there, but now it's Wheels Through Time is also a bucket list museum. you got to go. Then there's the AMA Motorcycle Museum in Pickerington, Ohio. But to me, uh, the grandfather of all museums is in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It is the Harley-Davidson Museum. Not because of my long love of Harleys or anything like that, but because the way they go about presenting the old bikes and the, the period correct everything and the way they welcome you is so over-the-top fantastic that it, 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 it's something you must do. This weekend, if you're listening up in anywhere in the region where you're you know, a day's ride or two from uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the Harley-Davidson Museum is having a great event too, and Tim McCormick from the museum is going to be joining us to talk about that. Uh, big changes at the Harley-Davidson Motor Company were announced this week out in L.A., California. Last week, actually, we had one of the folks from uh, Mitch from Bruce Ross Myers on to tell us some things. We only had two minutes with him. It didn't get much, and We've invited Shelly Rossmeyer to be with us this evening, and so she is in studio, and she will be our third and final guest on the show. And we have a celebrity with us. I am not can't call his name. It's, uh, it's kind of incognito, and I, but I want to welcome our very special guest uh, here to the show tonight live in studio. You'd know who he was if I told you, but I can't. I mean, I, I can't. It's, just, it's one of those things. You know, there's things you cannot say. So with that, we're going to go to break right now, and we'll come back and be joined by Tom Rakiso uh, with the Springfield Mile 2 coming up this weekend and a great show on Saturday night as well. Man, there's so many things to do in Springfield, I'm telling you. There's a Frank Lloyd Wright house there if you're into architecture. Okay, folks, hang on. We'll be right back on 93.5 FM WNDB. Bell exists to inspire and enable the next generation of boundary breakers. It is built from motorcycles and the motorcycle racing culture. They don't just make helmets, they make possibilities. Born in a garage, fueled by grease and will, guided by pure intent to encourage the world to live, ride, and thrive. Hand in hand with the world's best riders, Bell continues to enable the world's best to be their best, as it always has. Bell, established in 1954, proven and developed ever since. Find your own style and choose your own Bell helmet at bellhelmets.com forward slash powersports. Since 1903, the Harley-Davidson Motor Company have built motorcycles that are an American standard for the world. Since 1994, Bruce Rossmeyer's Daytona Harley-Davidson and Bruce Rossmeyer's New Smyrna Harley have set new standards for motorcycle dealerships. Bruce Rossmeyer's is your source for Harley-Davidson motorcycles, motor clothes, officially licensed products, parts, accessories, authorized service, and rentals. Bruce Rossmeyer's Harley-Davidson is truly family-owned and family-managed and provides the ultimate buying experience to the Harley-Davidson enthusiasts. Whether it's a new bike purchase or an oil change, Bruce Rossmeyer's Harley-Davidson Associates are dedicated to delivering the Bruce Rossmeyer difference. Discover what being treated like family really means. 23 years of dedication to local and regional charities has put millions of dollars back into the communities they serve. That is the Bruce Rossmeyer difference. Find out more and check out exciting events at BruceRossmeyers.com.
Oh, man, it's so cool to be back with you. Thank you all for listening, by the way. Thank you so much. It's The show's for you, and it's about you, and we always love your input, and we're getting a lot of it right now from you uh, via Facebook, Talking Motorcycles with Barry, and uh, my personal Facebook page and Twitter, and <clears throat> I just really appreciate all your input. It helps me to shape and mold this show and know that we're going the direction that you want it to go in. Uh, this portion of the show brought to you by TrueToyotaParts.com. Be true to yourself. Be true to your Toyota with TrueToyotaParts.com. I mean, seriously, are you going to buy some Chinese junk part to put on your Harley Davidson or your Ducati? No. Then why would you go down and buy cheap junk to put on your Toyota? I, it makes no sense. I don't think you want to do that. I'm going to show you a way at the end of this quarter hour to um, save time and money. And have fun doing it at TrueToyotaParts.com. Okay, so Springfield Mile. Well, let me tell you, um, from the time I was a pretty young man, I would ride with my Uncle Junior after my dad passed away to the Springfield Mile from my home in Owensboro, Kentucky. It was a great ride. took us about four, four and a half hours to get there. Two lane all the way, of course. Uh, my uncle was an ex-flat track racer, knew, knew everybody, knew Tex Peel, knew all the modern guys too, and... I would sit in the grandstands with him year after year, race after race, and hear what everybody's thinking inside their helmets. He had their strategy down. He had he understood mile flat track racing better than anybody I still know today. And, man, I, I was the number one fan, if you will, of the Springfield Mile. And then for two or three years, I got a chance to announce amateur racing. I did the AMA Amateur uh, Grand National flat track racing for too many years. I did a whole bunch of amateur shows all around this country. And I loved it. I'd been doing car announcing, and finally, the two things I loved the most, motorcycle racing and announcing, had come together. And then one day, I got a call from Tom Rokiso at the Springfield Mile. Uh, Will you come work our event? We need somebody to help uh, sell our sponsors to our fans. And I, I had to think about it for all of five seconds, and I said, I'll be there, you know, and can't I can't tell you what it felt like walking through the tunnel under the fastest mile in the world at this historic place and knowing I was going to get to be on PA. Now, that may not sound like a big deal to you, but it was a big deal to me because guys like Dave Despain and J.B. Norris and Donnie Bargeman and, and the list goes on and on of about five or six men in my lifetime who I heard announce racing there and who I admired their work. And to get to be a part of the show was huge. Well, that gave me my start. Wasn't long after that, Mike Kidd called, who was the director of the flat track uh, for DMG, and hired me full time. Said we need to get you a color analyst. And when I found Scotty Dubler, he and I did, and Scotty became my partner for six years at American Flat Track. And the rest, as they say, is history. So don't let my love and my passion for the Springfield Mile cause you to go there, but just listen to your own inner voice and say you know what I'd, i've never been to the springfield mile i've never seen twin cylinder motorcycles on a one mile dirt oval at 135 miles an hour drafting inches apart that's something i gotta do what else are you gonna do grill hot dogs now let's bring in tom Rakiso. she is with the um she is she and her husband dave are the promoters of the springfield mile tamra hello welcome aboard Hello, Barry. Thanks for having me on your show. Thrilled to have you. I had Dave last time, and I asked for you, and he came. I don't know what happened on that. No, I love the guy. Don't get me wrong. So I know you're really excited. Uh, Springfield Mile 2 weekend is on us now. Oh, yeah. I'm super excited. This is going to be a great, great weekend. You um, really stepped up when the IMDA decided they just weren't going to do it anymore, and you and Dave stepped up. And I know it's because you love the race. You love the event. Um, 
tell us more about why you chose to do that because a lot of risk of your money and your time. That's definitely a lot of risk. Um, you know, people have no idea, but Dave had been volunteering for the IMDA and I'd been working for the IMDA since I'd been there since 99. And so I've been running the race since then. We already had the contacts. We knew the program and we had a good relationship with the IMDA. So we partnered with them and said, Hey, you know, they were wanting to focus more on their dealerships and not, it takes so much time to do this. And we said, we'll do it. And you guys can still help out. We still want you involved. And so today we still work with them. I love it. Great relationship. Great people. I know the folks that are, that work with you now that have been involved forever and it's, it's really good. Typically, if I, I think I've done two a year there for six years, like 12, plus the two or three I did before I was hired at American Flat Track. And um, my recollection is I see you at the start of the day about 8 o'clock in the morning for 15 <laughs> minutes, and then I don't see you again until victory podium. Do you get to watch the 25-mile, the, the 18-rider main event, or are you busy during that time? Most of the time I try to get out for that one. I don't make it out for the rest of them because I'm running here or there or working in the office. But, you know, that's why I travel all over going to the other races because I don't get to watch my own. I know. And the Springfield Miles, the grandfather and the best, I feel. Um, do you have a favorite Springfield Mile finish or race that stands out in your mind that you'll just never forget seeing it happen? I do. Oh. You do? Which one is yours? All right. Um, mine was the year that it rained out the spring race, and we ran the spring race uh, on Monday, and you had a doubleheader Sunday Springfield Mile 2 as scheduled Monday Springfield Mile 1. And on Springfield Mile 1, um, Kenny Coolbeth did what Chris Carr thought was a pretty risky move and changed lanes in front of him and tagged his front tire, and they both wobbled down the front stretch. At 135, I was standing on the dirt, thought they were going to kill me, but thankfully they're the best in the world, and they saved the motorcycles and didn't. And on victory podium, I said, so, Chris Carr, we're going to come back here tomorrow and do this again. What are you going to do? And he said, I'm going to kick his ass. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is the best sport in the world. And sure enough, the next day, that's what he did. So, and it was a close one between he and Kenny again on on uh, that race, too. So, what about yours? You know, they're all good, Barry. But, um, I mean, there's been so many good ones in the lead chain. I love it. Wait, when I have to ask my producer something. Every lap. Tomer, let me interrupt you for a minute. Can I say ass okay. on the radio? I think I did, though, didn't I? This might be my last show, Tamara. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you know, and, and they're also good with the lead changes, changing every lap. And it used to be, you know, they'd change on the front stretch and the back stretch, two lead changes a lap. Um, one, one that sticks out in my mind, I don't know if it was the best race, but it was interesting because we begged um, Jay Springsteen to come back and race one more time. And he came back and not only raced, but he won the darn thing. Wow. So it's that big. That was pretty exciting. Also, I remember so many, but one of the ones that really got me was when Nikki came back and rode one of Terry Poovey's uh, Honda RS750s. And uh, watching Nikki on the mile was really cool, too. God rest his soul. But um, mm -hmm. I tell you what, Tom, it's, it is a, a great event. And Saturday night, you've got uh, Steve, Nace, Steve and Kelly Nace putting on a great short track ride in the fall. 
Right, and the short track is going to have several classes, the regular all-star classes, but it's also going to have the AFT single program where they'll, they'll earn their points over there, which, by the way, the singles class, I mean, they're, Shana and Colby are within two points of each right, other. Right, right. And then the third place, he's not far behind either, Brandon Price. So that's going to be an exciting show over there. And then you have the Boltaco Invitational that night with, a whole bunch of um, most recent past racers that are going to be participating in that. So that'll be exciting. Saturday morning, they have the amateur short track for the District 17. So, I mean, you can come here at 9 a.m. and watch races all until 10 o'clock that night if you wanted a short track. Yes, you can. And the, ble- the the nice, beautiful grandstands at the short track are open, even though they don't have their covering anymore. But they're, I understand they are open and ready for business. They are open. Yeah, and cool. So, yeah, all the seating up there is back. And then on Sunday, you know, we have the mile, but we have this is the 80th anniversary of the very first Springfield Mile Grand National. I race. did not know that. That that was in 1937. So you know, we're pretty excited about that. It is the 98th running because we run multiple years for the past several years, but it's the 80th anniversary of the first one. And so we are going to have a bike, a 1936 Harley-Davidson RLBR here that raced in the very first Springfield Mile. It's not only going to be on display for all the fans to see, but it's going to lead the parade lap during opening ceremonies. Oh, that is too cool. What a, what a great history. Um, what great history. Who won the first uh, Springfield Mile? It, I, I know it was it wasn't Russ Weber. No, it was before no, him. Oh, no. That way was before way him. Before yeah, him. right. Oh, my gosh. You would ask me I that. know. I was trying to Google <laughs> it up because I, I know who it was. I guess you know, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. It, it doesn't so, matter. It's it all good. with an H. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, me either. I, I, can't, I can't believe neither one of us can remember that. But will bitch something like that. I can't you're going to have the vintage bikes, I'm assuming, on display out in the bullpen. Yeah, we're going to have the um, vintage Iron Riders do a display on the south end of the grandstand, and that's a parking display feature they set up. So anybody with a bike that's 25 years or older oh, cool. is allowed to ride their bike here and then go park in that area instead of the regular parking. That's damn near everything I own. That's everything I own is 25 years old or well, older. see, right on up. You can park right there. And then we also have the vintage bikes as a second uh, support class right, racing here Sunday. We're going to have a heat race with uh, hand shift bikes and a heat race with um, foot shift bikes, and then the main event will come up. So I think that's cool. I think that's really cool. I mean, I do. Having the vintage bikes there, that's going to sound so great under the grandstands. Hillbish was the man who won that first race. Right. I knew it was an H. Yep. Yep. You were on it. You were on it. Lester, I believe. Lester Hillbish. It wasn't who I thought it was, so I would have been wrong if I remembered the name at any rate. Well, I'm, I just can't tell you enough how much we Americans appreciate the fact that you and Dave picked up that mantle and continue to carry the water and make the uh, fastest mile in the world happen um where can what about ticket availability and by the way your crowd in the spring was looked huge to me on fanschoice.tv you know that was the best oh wait we've had i was master of years. ceremonies for that i was actually live yeah, there you yeah. were here yeah. i was thank but you i, I, I want to mention another thing about the mile sunday barry we have um actually seven brands entered into that race cool and you know every 
the Indians have been dominating, but we have to remember that the Kawasaki and the XR hold the speed records here. There you go. The well, so and you got anything s- is possible. And I don't know what Sammy Halbert's going to be riding, but he's been giving uh, Jared Meese and the Indian boys fits. Uh, I look for it to be. It couldn't. It may not be an Indian that wins the Springfield Mile. That's why they play the games. Um, how do people <laughs> you know get? What, Barry, that yes. When Sammy put that Yamaha on the podium in May, that was the first time a Yamaha had ever been on the podium at the Springfield Mile. And yep. So we congratulate Sammy Halbert for that. I congratulate him for his whole season, and I, I think he's going to win one before it's over. And perhaps it'll be the Springfield Mile. And wouldn't it be sad if you didn't go? Hey, how do you buy tickets? Uh, how do you get in? Um, what's all that about? And what time does opening ceremonies begin on Sunday? Well, our gates actually open at 9, practice and qualifying at 10.15, and opening ceremonies start at 1 o'clock. You can get tickets by going to springfieldmile.org, or you can call 217-632-0277. And, you know, our advanced price is over, but the earlier you call, the better selection you're going to have on seats because we've had a superb advanced sale. So oh, That's our, great. You know, that's great. If you want really good seats, you want to call early. We'll still have tickets race day, but well, you, you can, it, yeah. But you know what, though, even if you come last minute, Tomra, there's plenty of places to sit and stand where you can enjoy that race. It's it's amazing and really, yeah, really. There's I not mean, a bad seat in the house, there's not a so. bad seat in the house unless you're behind one of the few poles, and and that always hacked <laughs> me off. Listen, best of luck to you. I got to run. I got Tim at the HD Museum in the holding pattern here. Um, Wish I could be with you this weekend, but in spirit, I will be watching on Fans Choice. And um, may you have a fantastic weather and well-attended event and a very competitive and exciting uh, Springfield Mile weekend. And thank you, Barry. And I do want to mention, too, we have the best forecast we've ever, ever had. I saw your post on Facebook. The rain is 10% it's, all week it's long. It's perfection. So. And the night yeah. overnight temps are like 60 or something crazy. I mean, it's going to be beautiful. So, yeah, yeah, I think you'll have a huge crowd, and I know you're going to treat them like uh, the guests that they are. Thanks for joining us here on Talking Motorcycles, and tell David hello. All right. Thank you, Barry. All right, Tom Kiso, everyone, you get a chance. You can just go ahead and uh, make those reservations now. I think you want to do that. Um, let's see. Where am I in this program? Well, I think I'm going to go to break, but before I do, I have to make the Moto America Minute is right now, and I just want to say a shout-out to our good friend Hayden Gillum from Owensboro, Kentucky. A uh, young man was flat flying at the new track up in Pittsburgh this past weekend when he fell off his motorcycle at about 130 or higher. I don't know how fast for sure, but it was above 100 miles an hour. It was one of the ugliest get-offs I've seen in a long time in road racing. And he walked away, and he's good now. So hats off to Hayden. Big announcement this week came with the, the 300 class KTM. Is, it's not going to be the KTM 300 class anymore. Starting next year, it's open to all brands of 300s. And guess what? They've all got them. Kawasaki, Yamaha, Honda. KTM will still, I'm sure, be involved. There's a lot of good KTM still out there, but I love that they're opening that up. I think it's the best thing that could have possibly happened. Two rounds remaining is all that there is. You want to go to one of them? All right. It's Friday through Sunday, September 8th, 9th, 10th at the Championship of New Jersey, presented by K&N Filters. New Jersey Motorsports Park is the location. It's a beautiful old historic track. I personally love it. Honda Championship of Alabama, presented by Genuine Broster Chicken. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, September 15th, 16th, and 17th at the most beautiful uh, road race course in America, if not the world. 
at Barber Motorsports Park. Make plans now. You can find out more at MotoAmerica.com. This Moto America Minute brought to you by Moto America. We got to go to break. We got to get Tim McCormick on with the HD Museum in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, up next. Woo! Go get something to drink. Come back. We'll be here in two more minutes with Tim McCormick from the Harley-Davidson Museum. Thank you for listening to the show. Largest supplier of original equipment and replacement motorcycle tires in the U.S. and the only motorcycle tires made in America. With operations headquartered in Buffalo, New York, Dunlop has been making and selling high-quality tires in the U.S. since 1923. With an unparalleled championship record, Dunlop race tire technology transfers directly to the street. Dunlop, the only tire for your motorcycle made in America. When you're out on a ride and you decide, hey, let's go get a cup of coffee, the place to go is Sweet Marley's Coffee and Bakery at 214 South Beach Street in beautiful downtown Daytona. Owned and operated by local motorcyclists, all baked goods are made fresh daily, in-house, many from old family recipes. Hand-rolled, boiled, then baked bagels. Made from scratch English muffins. Fresh roasted organic coffees and teas. What more can you ask for? Sweet Marley's Coffee and Bakery when it's time for a cup. In 2016, Toyota was again named Top Motor Vehicle Company by Fortune Magazine. TrueToyotaParts.com believes your Toyota is greater than the sum of its parts. Reputation, reliability, and longevity are the reason you bought your Toyota in the first place. Maintain that quality with True Toyota Parts. When you buy OEM parts, True Toyota Parts, you are maintaining the quality of your Toyota, and by choosing TrueToyotaParts.com, you save both time and money. They back their products with a 12-month Toyota parts warranty and have parts professionals eager to make your experience with TrueToyotaParts.com exceptional. When you need parts and accessories for your Toyota, visit TrueToyotaParts.com. When you go there and look up your particular year, make, and model of Toyota, you will be amazed at the massive list of parts and accessories available for your car or truck. Be true to your Toyota with TrueToyotaParts.com. How fun is this? We're talking motorcycles. That's what we do every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. If you haven't told your motorcycling friends about the show, Hey, go ahead and tell them. It's okay. We we like we like it when you do such things. It's all good. TrueToyotaParts.com, very cool. Big website. If you drive a Toyota and you service it, um, man, you know, it's there. And if you don't, uh, they have accessories and parts for every year, make, and model going way back in the uh, list of uh, Toyota builds. And the only thing I'll tell you about True Toyota Parts is this. Um, if you... You bought your Toyota because you deemed it higher quality than some of the other cars in the marketplace, perhaps made in Korea or other, or other places. You perceived the quality, and you were right. It is one of the highest quality cars in the world. It's that way because Toyota specs for a higher quality part. When you buy an aftermarket part, you have no assurance whatsoever you're getting anything that's going to fit or work or last. When you buy true OEM Toyota parts, you have that assurance. And you also have the opportunity right now, if you order those parts at truetoyotaparts.com for a very limited time, at checkout in the promo box, just um, I think you just enter Barry in the 
promo bucks. And you're going to get free shipping just by writing my dumb name in there. So order those accessories, order those parts, get those Toyota bed covers, whatever you want to do, get it now, get it coming, and then let us know how you like them. Those that are using it, uh, that watch the show, listen to the show, have been very, very pleased. Okay, so this portion of the show is brought to you by Clearwater Lights. And with that, I bring in from the Harley-Davidson Museum, Tim McCormick. Hello, I know it's a busy night for you. Indeed, yeah. Thanks for thanks for having me on. I I got just a little bit of time here before I got to get back out to our rally activities here. I know it's on full cycle up there right now. The second time you've been on the show, I believe, and we always enjoy you coming. We love what you guys are doing up there. Talk to us a little bit about your rally this weekend. Tell people what you want them to know because I know you're going to have to run in about five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just want to invite everybody down to Sixth and Canal here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That's where the Harley-Davidson Museum is located. And we've got our, our campus is really taken over by all sorts of activities this weekend. Uh, headlining, I think, is free live music all weekend long. Uh, Deja Vu, which I know a lot of a lot of Harley owners and, and uh, probably some of your listeners are familiar with. They're starting in about 10 minutes here or so. Uh, then over the weekend we've got hairball i don't know if you're familiar with their uh self-described bombastic arena rock show but they always put on a good time for us and then kenny wayne shepherd plays friday night jackal plays saturday night uh and the incredible thing about all that is that it is free um so if you just come down to our campus uh maybe stake out a spot early because i know there's a lot of fans that'll be coming down uh to get their their good sight lines um but yeah all weekend long in addition to that there's moto photos show uh we've got sailor jerry down here slinging cocktails we've got a tattoo artist in case you want to commemorate the occasion so really just all weekend long a, a whole lot of fun stuff uh, taking place here at the museum yeah you know it's such a treat to come there and to look at all the beautiful i got let me ask you a quick question um mm-hmm. tough one tough one but <laughs> dig deep what's your favorite motorcycle on display in the museum Oh, <laughs> oh, that is a tough one. One of them stirs uh, your soul. One of them you look at when you walk by it and go, God, I just want to ride that, you know? I, I, it, it, it's it's probably a little too predictable, maybe, but uh, that's serial number one. I knew that, what you were going to say. <laughs> I knew what you were going to say. It's it's just amazing to think, you know, like we're getting ready. Uh, we'll have plans uh, here shortly for our 115th anniversary, which is taking place next year. So it's just amazing to walk by that thing and think in 1903, they made something that would, you know, the name, the the bike would go the world over and last for more than a century. So it's it's just, again, you get chills every time you walk by it. I, I feel the sense of history, too. You know, it's just amazing to me that I can think of no other company in America that's been in business for that many years building a motorcycle or a single product, if you will. It's just yeah, right, such right. rich American entrepreneurial spirit, capitalist win you know all the way and man new models <clears throat> new models were just introduced but okay yeah. i got i got another question i guess you're kind of a historian or you wouldn't be knee deep in everything museum up there but uh, jay leno said that the knucklehead was the beginning of the modern harley davidson engine it was the root of the modern harley i think it's the panhead what say you 
<laughs> I'm not going to get in the middle of that argument. Oh, come on. It's okay. We're all friends here. <laughs> I, I will say we've, we do have that, that 1936 on display here at the museum. It was a watershed moment uh, for the company. It, it was kind of a, a, an odd introduction. They, they didn't want the dealers to, to throw a whole lot of focus on that bike when it first came out. And obviously it went on to legendary status. And then the Panhead, we're, we're getting ready. That's another anniversary we'll be celebrating next year. 70 years of those, and already we're getting people out of the woodwork, diehards like yourselves, uh, that are making plans to come down to the, come over to the museum in July for our Wild Ones weekend. Um, so yeah, it, <laughs> it's all a matter of personal preference, and and I think that goes for it does about any Harley. You're right, it does. And this conversation could never end. I this may be the occasion that the wife and I two up the 58, uh, her dad's old 58. Uh, dual glide uh, to Milwaukee. I, I'd love to bring it up and let it meet some of its fellow brothers. I'm sure there are plenty of those up there too. All right, one more question, and then I'm going to ask you how people find out more about this weekend. Sure, sure. And, and then I might ask you if you want to take the time and talk to us about your next upcoming events that might be sticking out big time. If not, you're free to go at any time because I do know you're running a big show there tonight. Um, Thanks, Barry. With the comments and uh, compliments you get from first-time uh, museum visitors, um, what seems to be the most popular area feature display that gets really gets them? It, it's it's fun to see those that don't think of themselves as motorcycle folks. They they don't own a bike. They don't own a Harley. They may they may have ridden on the back of one, you know, long ago. Um, but it's it's always amazing to see them come through the museum, and and it's always the same reaction. I, I had no idea. Uh, it, it, it appeals to them on so many levels. Like you were talking about earlier, there's no other company in America that has this kind of backstory, this kind of history to it. So it's fun to see how Harley-Davidson kind of permeated pop culture. We, we've got thousands of examples of that throughout the museum. Um, so, it, you know, obviously those of us that are a little closer to the brand, we realize its importance, its, its uh, rightful place on the pedestal. But it's really fun to see people that, you know, they may have been brought here by their significant other or something like that, and they didn't think they were going to have any good time here, and they walk out just amazed at the collection. And our freedom, which is so vital in, yeah. in America. And one of, one of my dad's brothers, uh, James Boone, rode a flathead 45 for the entire time of world war ii many times huh. many times lights out or the you know just that little yeah, slither right. of light uh behind enemy lines delivering messages to the front line and oh my gosh it's just that history the military history and all the great things harley's done to protect our freedoms i i just can't say enough about them had indian contacted me wanting to sponsor the show and i had to pass i just I, I just can't do it. You know, I just can't do it. <laughs> I, I bleed orange and black. You know, I can't nice, help it. Nice. I know Thank it's you. crazy. It's just wrong. Hey, listen, thank you so much for being with us again, Tim, and uh, come back anytime you got news. Cause we always, and if you want to take a minute and tell us about the next big event, you got a minute. Excellent. So yeah, like I said, obviously a lot of our focus is is on the weekend here, the 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 Labor Day weekend rally. It'll be taking place all throughout Milwaukee. So a lot of our local dealers are getting into the act here. Um, and then looking into the fall, we've got some new displays coming in. A couple of new bikes that'll be put on display uh, in the lobby and and then throughout the museum. And then the uh, the one that I always get excited about. It's it's a little off in the distance, but we have our Black Friday Beer Fest and. It, 
started, I think, maybe six years ago now. Uh, we think it's a much better way to spend your, your Friday after Thanksgiving rather than going elbow to elbow with At the mall? Yeah. At the mall? Or the Harley-Davidson Museum? Yeah. Hmm, let me see. Let me think about it. All right, and one of my favorite things out there at the museum is the tank wall with all the tank emblems on display. Absolutely. Because there's the history. You know, there it is. And my 50, our 58, the tank emblem on that was Willie G's first design. He was 16 years old, didn't wow. work for the motor company yet. Right, right. And man, oh man, oh man, I'm, I just am so thankful it has the original tank emblems on the original paint because that's, man, Willie G, you know, he's the guy. That's all. He is the man. He's still. We see him around here this weekend. We're actually going to be giving away the uh, Willie G. Davidson Award for our annual custom bike show. So you can ride in and register wow. your hot wow. ride. Um, and then if, if you're, you're deemed worthy, we get you up on stage with the man himself, and he, and he awards you something that uh, will last a lifetime. He signed my six, 1960 Bell flat cap, my white flat cap for me at the Springfield <laughs> hey. Mile 1. Uh, be sure if you get a minute and, and give our regards to he and Nancy two of the finest people in this world of motorcycling or in the world period tim thank you so much my friend much success to you thank you once again for having us on and and yeah we'll we'll take you up on the offer we'll be getting you up here next summer at the very latest i'm coming (laughs) thanks barry all right buddy tim mccormick everybody from the harley davidson museum if you haven't been there i mean do i really need to tell you you gotta go you don't have to be a harley davidson enthusiast you don't If you're a history buff, if you love America, if you just want to go back through the annals of history and see all the different changes that occurred at one of America's longest-running, finest companies, I swear, it's right there, and it's so rich. And the food is great. It overlooks the water. The the buildings themselves, the architecture, is just clearly over the top. Okay, real quick, i got to tell you something. Um, We on this program are on a mission to save lives. That is why we enjoyed the sponsors that we have, uh, namely Dunlop Motorcycle Tire and Clearwater Lights. Um, I have too many stories to tell you, and if you want to hit me up on email at T-W-O-W-H-E-E-L-B, B at msn.com, I'll be glad to share some of the success stories where I have not been killed on a motorcycle, and I know proof positive it was from being seen in broad daylight and heavy traffic. Uh, I run the lime yellow lenses. Folks, they're lifesavers. They're the highest quality aftermarket lighting available for your motorcycle. Uh, Go to clearwaterlights.com and check them out. And for those of you in the California region who would like, be sure and register by October 15th, but be there then on October 28th for the 7th annual Fall Barbecue uh, on October 28th at Clearwater Lights. Uh, Darlene and Glenn will treat you like family, and you will have a great time. You'll get to learn about the products, and more than anything, you'll eat some really good barbecue and see a lot of Southern California's most fabulous motorcycles that tend to come out for that. It's time to go to break. We've got Shelly Rossmeyer lined up. I can't wait. We haven't had her on the show in probably three weeks. Been too long, and so much has happened. I want to get caught up on some changes that are going on at the Harley-Davidson Motor Company that I think you're going to want to know about as well. We'll be right back in about a minute and a half or so with Talking Motorcycles on 93.5 FM WNDB. 
cost of talking motorcycles. I believe that the majority of motorcycle accidents are preventable. The answer? Clearwater lights. Riders add Clearwater lights to see what is in front of them at night. The least expensive Clearwater lights produces a full spectrum 2,000 lumens each. They fully illuminate the road ahead as well as the roadside. Milliseconds count when an animal explodes from the side of the road. The added benefit of Clearwater lights is the ability of other motorists to see your motorcycle in a sea of headlamps. I utilize the easy-to-install selective yellow lenses to create instant visible awareness that my motorcycle is approaching. Following an accident, how many times do we hear the other drivers say, I didn't see them? Clearwater lights are compact, easy to mount, and simple to install. The new generation technology of high-powered LEDs are fully dimmable so you can use them day and night. Clearwater has been offering award-winning service, well-engineered products, and outstanding product support for over 20 years. Learn more at clearwaterlights.com. Since 1903, the Harley-Davidson Motor Company have built motorcycles that are an American standard for the world. Since 1994, Bruce Rossmeyer's Daytona Harley-Davidson and Bruce Rossmeyer's New Smyrna Harley have set new standards for motorcycle dealerships. Bruce Rossmeyer's is your source for Harley-Davidson motorcycles, motor clothes, officially licensed products, parts, accessories, authorized service, and rentals. Bruce Rossmeyer's Harley-Davidson is truly family-owned and family-managed and provides the ultimate buying experience to the Harley-Davidson enthusiasts. Whether it's a new bike purchase or an oil change, Bruce Rossmeyer's Harley-Davidson Associates are dedicated to delivering the Bruce Rossmeyer difference. Discover what being treated like family really means. 23 years of dedication to local and regional charities has put millions of dollars back into the communities they serve. That is the Bruce Rossmeyer difference. Find out more and check out exciting events at brucerossmeyers.com. Welcome back to the show. Riders call home. Talking Motorcycles is on. I'm Barry Boone. I'm your host. You already knew that, or you wouldn't be, you know, unless it's your first time to listen. Maybe it's your first time. I'm Barry. I'm your host. I'm using my radio voice. My friend Van Singley has a 2012 NC700X. Uh, pretty cool bike. Gets about 80 miles per gallon, believe it or not, in all riding conditions. I've never seen anything like it. I had one for a while. Mine did about 70. Um, 16,000 miles ago, he installed a new set of Dunlop Road Smart 2s. They've got another 1,000 or two to go. Don't be like my best old riding buddy in Kentucky, up in Henderson, Kentucky, Denny Sutton. He rides a BMW RT oilhead, and he takes great pride in squeezing 3,000 more miles out of a tire when the rear uh, threads are showing. So... Don't be that guy. You know, you, there's a, you, you need to change your tires. But at any rate, Van's got another 1,000 or two. These Road Smart 2s have done 16,000 miles. I know from riding that bike a good bit that they handle magnificent wet or dry. In fact, they're still siping water, and they don't have very deep treads. So pretty impressive. He's going to go with the new Road Smart 3s when he changes those out. He told me today when we were looking at his tires, and he's expecting to get 18,000. And according to those over in Europe where they've been running them for about 18 months now, that's a pretty reasonable expectation. Could you believe tire technology has come so far that a sport touring tire can go 18,000? I probably would not get 18,000, full disclaimer, because I twist a grip a little harder than Van does. But he looks for 80 miles per gallon, and I look for 70. So that's just how it is. Um, and, yeah, this portion of the show brought to you by Dunlop Motorcycle Tires.
but I had the story because I thought it was cool. Um, now we go to our in-studio guest, who we are happy to see back here at WNDB, who's been traveling the world, all kinds of fun stuff. Shelly Rossmeyer, welcome back. Thank you, Barry. It's good to be back. Well, so since we've seen you last, your travels have taken you where? I was up in New England and hit uh, Nantucket, Martha's Vineyard, and um, Newport. And then I was in California for the Harley Dealer Show and then to Napa Valley. Awesome. Love, love, love Napa Valley a lot. Uh, dealer Show was fun, exciting. Thanks for arranging for Mitch to call us last week on the show. Um, big changes at the motor company. I mean, the Dyna is dead. Long live the Dyna. Yes, there was a lot of lot of hype, a lot of excitement. I think Harley did a really, really great job in in rolling out the new family, if you call it. It's 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 still a mix. It's got the look of what we're used to seeing with and around the Dyna family, as well as the soft tails. But they just kind of mixed it all up, and I can't wait to ride them. Well, the the 2018 Fat Bob's the one that's got my attention right now. Folks, have you seen that bike? You can see it at uh, Cycle World now has a great write-up on it. It's also at h-d.com. Probably find it at brucerossmeyers.com too. But the 2018 Fat Bob, it's really cool. It's got the Milwaukee 8, all the soft tails do now. But this one has dual counterbalancers. I guess the engine is still hard bolted to the frame on the soft tails, not rubber mounted like the Touring. Yes, but then you can also upgrade to the 114. So they're doing the 107 and the 114. And the 114. Um, the frame is 65% stiffer, according to Harley engineers, uh, than the original soft tail frame, outgoing frame. And the new frame has 50% fewer component parts, 20% fewer welds. And with a solid mounted engine, it makes it 34% more rigid chassis. Well, I know what that does on a motorcycle. When you firm up a chassis, it lets the suspension work better. So I'm expecting that bike to have a super plush, great handling ride. And the the, the ground clearance is what I think people were is after. Is it better? I, absolutely. If you, even sitting on the bike and what has always been an issue for maybe the vertically challenged people, whether it be guys, girls, always needed to get their legs in narrower to get down to the ground. And this is allowing... The seat seat arrangement is going to fit more bodies. And it needed a little more ground clearance. And, and to give you folks a little backstory, what they did, of course, the, the Dyna version of this bike had twin shocks. The soft tail had twin shocks mounted parallel to the ground, right. if you will, underneath the frame. This one has a single underseat coilover shock. Uh, that It's a completely, really redesigned frame from one end to the other, right? Yes. And we know from past experience on the FLs when they redesigned those um, – I think it was 09, uh, the Hydroform frame technology that they used to do all the bins and all that netted a, a better ride. So I'm looking forward to getting out there and riding one. Do you have any in demo service yet? We do not. We just received three of the models. They are already been delivered, and they're just going to be coming in uh, daily, weekly, and we should have a really great selection as we go into October. But as soon as we get there enough inventory, then we will definitely be opening up demo rides. And then Harley Davidson is going to be down here for Biketoberfest with the demo truck. We've been told they're going to have at least one of every new model, which just for the record, there are eight new models. And so the Dyna family is no longer. However, you'll still see and hear some of the Dyna names which can be confusing. So go to harleydavidson.com. Of course, go to brucerossmeyer.com and you can get all the information and we'll have images and a lot of specs for people to read up on. Would adding the Milwaukee 8 alone to the soft tail chassis would be a big change. 
adding that to the new frame and suspension upgrades also a big change. I, I think this, the uh, Fat Bob is Fat Bob. the bike that has my attention right now the most. It's just got all that aggressive styling. I think it's the one I want to ride, but can, can, can I just get an idea? Because I haven't heard anything on MSRP or pricing, but Heritage, um, last year's Heritage, you have probably a few left maybe. I don't know. You've got new Heritage coming now that it's freshened up the look of the Heritage. I think it's really, really cool. I'm wondering, was there much change in pricing structure with a completely, basically you pulled the, even the gas tanks new, so you've got a completely new motorcycle. It's about $1,000. Really? Yes. And and to be honest, I haven't even done all the homework on right, the price on, change right. because with Harleys, as we know, there's there's color options and or now with this motor option. So I, I definitely know there was an increase in, um, in cost and retail. It could be less than 1000 but overall, uh, there was a little increase in bikes. Pricing. Cool. Wow, that's not much change. I mean, considering all the updates and everything the bike's got going, I'm I'm looking forward to riding one. When are you heading to Vietnam? In November. No, we got a long time on that. Yes. Are you going to be around for a little while? I think so. Awesome. <laughs> Welcome back to the place where you were born, I guess, or grew up and lived. Shelly Rossmeyer, thank you so much for coming in studio and being with us tonight and talking Harley. Uh, real quick, was there any other model that just jumped out at you, non-Softail? I'm going to go back with the Road Glide special. They did, uh, they kind of blacked out all the components. Okay, that's all the time you've got. Shoot. So go to the, go to the website <laughs> and find it because I looked at the white one and all blacked out and it's absolutely. That's what I have beautiful. ordered for I me. I want one. I want one so bad. Okay, Dr. Phil is our producer of this show. We thank him for always being on top of his game and keeping the show happening. Thanks to Station Management here at FM 93.5 AM 1150 WNDB for having us on. Want a special shout out to Tom Marquiso at the Springfield Mile and to all of you wherever you're going, wherever you're traveling. Keep the folks in Texas and Louisiana in your thoughts and in your prayers. If you get a chance to donate, do. Uh, it's certainly a needed thing. Thank you to Dunlop Motorcycle Tires for being the sponsor of this quarter hour of the show. And thank you to Bill Wilder, a good friend of mine at the Isle of Man, who posted a great picture on Talking Motorcycles with Barry Boone Facebook page this morning of himself with a big thumbs up with a huge Dunlop banner down the side there at Isle of Man. I'm a little envious that he's there and I'm not, but Bill, that's the coolest post yet by anybody, and I'm going to award you a brand new set of Dunlop motorcycle tires of your choosing. I'll have your certificate for you uh, in the mail very soon, so when you get back from the Isle of Man, it'll be there for you. Hope you've enjoyed the show. If you haven't, we don't want to hear that, but if you have, be sure and tell us. I'm just kidding. If you have suggestions or thoughts... Best place to do really the easiest is if your Facebook user is Talking Motorcycles with Barry or Barry Boone on Facebook. Either way, that'll work. That'll get you to us. You can send us a private message. You can put it out there. We don't care. Right in the public view. It's all good. Really thank you all for listening. Ride hard, ride safe, and have fun. Oh, and check your tire pressures. And look at that tire wear situation. If you need a new set, go buy a set of Dunlops. Thanks for listening, folks. See you next Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, right here at 93.5 FM WNTB.